Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about building your own personal brand as a physical therapist. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am joined once again, socially distancing from home via Zoom, Lisa Russell, Dan Pope, Lenny Macrina, Dave Tilly. Although I'm pretty sure the recordings never sync <laughs> up the gallery view the way I always think. Let's let's we're gonna experiment. Lisa, Dan Pope, Lenny Macrina, Dave Tilly. I I guarantee that didn't work, but listen, we're gonna try it. This is fun anyway. But uh, anyway, we are here the uh, crew, the PT crew for Champion PT Performance up in Boston, answering your amazing questions for another podcast episode. And hold on a second, let's get a question. Mike, do you have a question from the audience today? I feel like we need to ask the students all the time, right? Be like, uh, sure thing. All right, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's get it going here. <laughs> We're getting delusional with our Zoom conferences here. Um, let's see. All right, we got a good question here. This is a good one that I think is going to be good for this crew. I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about this. But Brian from Los Angeles asked, Mike, you have a team of physical therapists that all have their own brands and side businesses educating in their field of expertise. Unfortunately, you don't see that often with other employers. How do we push our profession forward to see this type of model and PT practices as beneficial instead of employers viewing their employees having brands as negatives? Let's we'll see. So while you guys gather your thoughts, let me think a little bit here. And I think it's kind of funny. Let me, let me, let me, let me hit the end of that while you guys think about it. Cause I want to hear it from your perspectives as the employees <laughs> with the brands and maybe Lenny can talk a little bit too as an employer, but I, I want to talk about that last part about this being a negative. I have yeah. no idea why an employer would consider this a negative. I mean, I, I mean, what are they worried about? You, you just, you going around the corner and open up your own shop. I mean, I, that could, that's the only negative, right? Is that you'll leave and do your own thing. But like, whether you have a brand or you don't, if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, if you're like a business type of person, that type of thing, and you're dying to open up your PT practice, then you're probably going to do it anyway, right? Like, um, I don't know. I, I, I've n we never fear our employees leaving to do other things uh, because it probably means it's a better opportunity for them and, and we're supportive of that decision right so it's funny we've had you know i don't know even you know over the years you know people tend to come and go a little bit right we've had a few employees like give their notice and they're yeah we have a few employees give their notice and they're always like i don't want to say scared that's the wrong word there's like a level of anxiety like to when they give their notice and and i don't know if it's just because they don't know what to expect from the employer side but i'm always ecstatic for them 
because they found something better for them. I mean, who am I to judge what's good for them, right? So congrats. I'm happy for you. You know, I'll I'll reflect on what we could do better to make it a place where people want to stay forever. But like, it can't, you can't think of it as a negative that your employees are gaining expertise. Like, it's funny when you even just say that sentence, it's like comical, right? Like, you kind of laugh, like, like, who would, you know, but I'm going to take a step back and just say there are probably employers out there that are either have some egotistical issues or maybe some self-confidence issues, and they're just super worried about their employees getting too powerful. And I don't even know what that means, but that, you know, obviously that's ridiculous. And hopefully, you know, if you're in a situation like that, you can, you see there's other opportunities out there. So based on that, I want to hear from you guys a little bit as the employee. I mean, why do you get, what, what do you guys like about your ability to have your own brands? Dan, you want to go? Yeah, sure. I, and I've said this a lot of times before, but I think it helps me on a lot of different levels. You know, um, first and foremost, I love to learn. I love to share things. And that's kind of what having my own blog and brand is, <laughs> but it kind of comes full circle because I'm out there doing more learning, working with a specific niche, niche, whatever you want to call it, um, getting my craft better, posting about it, continuing to refine my craft and then making products about that and then trying to make some income in ways that helps me, helps everyone else and, you know, supports me eventually buying a house and a car kind of thing. So I think it's very fulfilling for me in a variety of different ways. You know what I like about what everything you just said there, Dan, that's also beneficial for your patients and your employer. And again, we're gonna. I, I think everything you guys are about to say, we're gonna conclude with that again, right? Uh, so Dan, Dan obviously approaches his brand as an extension of him, him learning and growing and getting better. All wins for both the employee, the employer, and the clientele that you have. Uh, Dave, how about you, man? Yeah, well, the first thing I think is important to say is I think we're really fortunate that you know you and Lenny as as leaders have always kind of been you know, what's best for the team, what's best for the employees. So we're really lucky. I think people who are listening, maybe on your side of the fence have to realize that it's a selfless thing. I think you guys are always like, what's best for all the team. And so that allows us to have some freedom to kind of do our brand stuff. Well, I think in previous uh, ex- situations I've been in, sometimes that's not as supported and it's hard to kind of get your feet off the ground. So, but that being said, I would definitely agree with Dan that a big part of why I started my brand was because I felt like I wanted to have a way to continuously learn. And I mean, content's expensive, man getting high quality information, books, courses is expensive. And I ended up finding that I was spending a lot of money on books and courses. And I, so I wanted to use a brand to kind of leverage the ability to support that. That was a big initiative for me because I enjoy constantly learning as well. But the second piece to mine is I I just feel like I was really lucky in a unique point of view where I had a lot of different experiences as, you know, a coach and as an athlete and as someone who's able to work with you guys that I had a a unique perspective that I wanted to share with people. And so that was a big reason why I started mine too, as well, because I felt like there was a lot of information that could help people um, with their training or with PT side of things. And I wanted to make sure I used that opportunity in the platform to do that. So I started building more on top of it and it just became a company because it just happened to grow more and I needed to like travel and, and kind of get expenses and stuff. So, but I found mine is more a combination of what allows me to learn, but then also what allows me to help people who I think really could use the information. And I think you guys did that with baseball and I kind of followed in your footsteps with gymnastics. I I like that. And what I think about what you said is like, we talk about like, so champions, like a small footprint right here, but you're educating the world. Mm. Why would we ever want you to hold that back? 
you know, why would, you know, you're helping other therapists around the country do what you're doing and sharing what you're learning, right? What, you know, that's another, you know, great thing. And, you know, you, what you didn't mention is you're, you're working on a probably an underserved population a little bit, right? The gymnastics community didn't really have these resources. So you're really going out there and giving back to the community that you love and you're passionate about, you know, build up a little prominence there. So that's awesome. I think that's yeah. fantastic. I should also say too, that a lot of the brand benefits <clears throat> have actually been directly helpful for champion. A lot of patients of mine have found yeah. me through blogs and through different like stuff and they come and get an evaluation and they work in our sports performance in the summer and stuff. So there's, you have to make sure yeah. you look at the right angle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, think about it. I mean, you're the more popularity you get, you start generating and just from an employer perspective, you start generating your own leads, right? If you think of it that way. So like, again, why would we, why would we be upset again? I think it just comes back to a lack of self-confidence in the, and probably the private practice owner, you know, I, I think that's interesting. Uh, Lisa, how about yourself? I mean, you're, you're, you know, kind of starting off a little bit in your journey here with your brand and your passion with working with rowers and your background and stuff like that. Like, you know, I mean, maybe from your perspective, you've worked elsewhere as well. You know, have you ever dealt with anything like that? And, and what's your, where's your head now? Um, yes, I a hundred percent have. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple of different jobs where the employer is not welcoming to someone becoming sort of their own independent brand within, you know, either completely independently or in the umbrella or whatever. I've, I've been shut down a good number of times before in that way. Um, and <laughs> and I mean, how did that make where, you feel? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, I mean, that's that's a, a valid point, right? If you're an employer and you want to just have a bunch of crappy people that you can put under your thumb all the time, then yeah, that's a great strategy. Yeah, I mean, I I what is amazing about the culture that you and Lenny have created at Champion is that you encourage everyone to continue to learn and to to find their passion and you know do you know, what we all want to and follow what we want to do in our careers. And you support that in like ways that, I mean, I don't, I've have not come across other employers who do. So, you know, you guys have set up a very, in my experience, unique setup where you really encourage your employees to do this, to, you know, spend time on like bettering ourselves and educating ourselves and consider that value for, you know, the company as a whole, I've, I've 100% worked for employers who, you know, if you say like, hey, you know, I don't have anything to do. So I want to just take this continuing ed course. They're like, well, you need to do that on your own time. Like you can't do that during work hours, you know, and it's, it's like, well, but that, that will make me better at my job. Like that doesn't make sense. So, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I don't yeah. have anything else to do <laughs> like, right really now. just want me to sit here and like, yeah. check my email. Like what? So, yeah. um, I mean, it's, definitely something. I mean, I've worked in a lot of different settings, other outpatient settings, inpatient settings, you know, home care, it doesn't matter. And uh, no, you know, the benefit, I suppose, of the setup of Champion and, you know, even just maybe cash-based generally is that you have that flexibility. You have that ability to tell, to allow your employee to go and, you know, spend the time to educate themselves and not always be worrying about like, how much money they're bringing in. And cause I find that that's most employers primary focus, right. Is like what your, sure. You know, yeah. your yeah, value you is in, in that way and spending yeah. time yeah. learning doesn't bring money in at that like particular moment. So, yeah, you know, it goes back to, I mean, a lot of the ways we do things is just based on like, you know, what's best and what's best will work itself out. Right. Not like what's most profitable or how do we like squeeze things. So Len, any negatives from the employer side that you can think of? 
<laughs> not I really. I mean, there, there, there yeah. are some, but like, I wanted to hear your perspective. Uh, I mean, I think everybody has kind of spoken. The, I don't think I have much to add on from their perspective that, um, I, I think from Dave your said perspective. it. Right. <laughs> from my perspective, if these guys can better themselves and become more educated in what they're passionate about, um, and then that helps to generate leads and potential clients for the business, then why would we ever stop that? And if these guys, if we somehow cannot put an environment together where they are 100% satisfied and they have to begin to look, which I know people are going to leave us. Um, but if it's something that we could have controlled and we held them back and they left because of that, then that's on us. So we've always tried to do something to put the employee first, where it's learning, it's letting them spread their wings and do whatever they, they feel is most comfortable for them. And, and I think that everybody benefits from it. So why would I want to, you know, why would I want to stifle that? So Mm-hmm. To hear Lisa say that, I know Dave has had that in the past. It, it just blows my mind because I kind of lived it. Like you got, you got employers or previous companies I've worked for where they have a, a philosophy where you have to take the courses that they want you to take, whether or not everybody, everybody has to be McKenzie certified, not to throw McKenzie or some kind of manual therapy certification. And it just doesn't fit what the person is trying to do in their own professional um niche, niche, whatever. Um, and so it's, it's just, uh, to me, I, I would love to have our PTs really expand what they are passionate about, not necessarily what the employer is passionate about. Can we just settle on, is it niche or niche? Because I, I, I feel like we're all hedging our bets. I know. We, 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 I, I don't know. That's why I have to I say it twice. I don't think you're going to offend anyone if you say one versus the other. You don't have to be. Um, well, so I, I'm going I'm to give the employers a little credit here. And let's talk about some potential negatives maybe, right? So the first one I think was, you know, we're, we're, I think we all answered that because we're all good humans, right? We answered that like assuming all good things were happening. So obviously there's a ton of benefits, but you know, you could, you know, if you're developing a personal brand and you want to be that like confrontational brand or like the person that's like the contrarian or the real negative person, or if you want to be throwing like political stuff on there, yeah, a lot of employers do not want to associate themselves with someone that don't align their core values with. So I would say I would throw that out at you first right there. It's just make sure that that isn't the issue, right? If you want to be the contrarian guy, a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, I don't, you know, I, I I get that. Right. And then, you know, you can certainly have like your own like personal account and try to give some disclaimers and stuff. But I still think a lot of employers aren't going to really back you up for being like the bonehead on online. Right. Does that make sense? I think that's one thing we didn't talk about. You know, two is, you know, we talked about a little bit here, but like, you know, none of us are like, none of us are going rogue in the clinic with some like crazy stuff that we do. At Champion, we share some clinical values and we share some common systems that we've, you know, developed and educated and brought in as the group. I mean, if you're a therapist here and you're completely on one side of a spectrum away from us, it's probably not going to be a good fit. You know, so again, same thing. We talk about like, you know, having your own brand and thought process, but you, we also, we have to share again, core values, and then we'll call them clinical values, right? So core personal values, and then maybe clinical values, you have to be close. Um, and then I guess the last thing would just be like a conflict of interest. Like we all, we all educate other professionals as to what we do online. 
it, it's a mild conflict of interest. Like say Dave was like doing social media posts, like, Hey, anybody want physical therapy in my garage, DM me and we'll get it going. And like, we're, you know, we're putting a lot of time into building up Dave and Dave's brand equity and stuff like that too, because we support that. But he's, he's educating other people on what he does. And that's even myself and Lenny said, we educate Dan, we, we educate people on what we do versus selling physical therapy. So there's, I don't see it as a conflict of interest, but I could see maybe, you know, your employer doing that. But if you're trying to build your brand to, to charge people in your basement, then yeah, your boss is probably not going to be happy about that. <laughs> you know, he's doing a lot to drive people into the clinic to put on your schedule. So you make more money. Right. So, you know, like if you're putting all your efforts into driving people into your basement, then yeah, it's going to get awkward. That makes well, sense. Be, just stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's garage. No. Yeah, yeah, another I mean, another well established facility. I, is, did I make it more dramatic by saying a basement? Uh, no, it sounds, seems, like a, it seems, sounds like a horror seems term now. Yeah, it seems yeah, dirty. Okay. Seems <laughs> negative, right? I don't know. So I'd say just quickly before we end, I as the employees, that makes sense, right? Was that off base in any way? Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you hit the nail on the head wrapping up, saying like it's all about your intent of leveraging your brand. If your end goal with your company and with your financial or not, if you're just doing what you like, is just to educate and like you're, you're speaking or you're traveling, you're selling services with courses. That's a very different end goal than if my, I'm building my brand to leverage getting physical therapy clients. Like if I'm going to start my own gymnastics specific cash based practice and I just pull 50% of the clients away from champion, you know, that's a very different intent. And I think that's really what it comes down to is like, what's the end goal of your non-financial or financial kind of my end goal is I'm selfish and I want to just be a better PT. It's honestly that like I, I'm, I'm afraid of falling behind in the research and not keeping up and not being the best that I can be. So my selfishness is I want to be the best PT. It's that simple for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I just, I don't want to lose track of what's going on in the research. I need to stay on top of that stuff. So I am not doing, I am not that outdated therapist that's doing crazy stuff. And everybody's looking at me like, what are you doing? I want to be a good PT. And it's just, it's just that simple. And then it carries over into social media and then you have other stuff. So there's a massive, there's a massive benefit at champion because we all have different niches that study different topics. Like nobody else at the clinic studies hip micro instability. Like I do, I don't study inguinal hernias like Dan does. Right. So we get that ongoing kind of melting pot of new information and then we talk about it and and during work and we chat and we have fun and then it's just a great environment so it's i think it i think it works well love it yeah all all pros right i mean very few cons like if if you have an employer that's probably hitting the negative things that we talked i don't know if you have an employee that is hitting some of the negatives that we talked about then yeah i mean it's probably just not a good fit anyway right like there's you know you're probably button heads a little bit anyway you're probably not your best i mean there are some people we talk about this there there are some people we deem unemployable Right. And I think there's a book about that. There are unemployable people out there that just need to do their own thing. And th- that's fine. And I encourage that. I'm unemployable in my mind. Right. That's part of why I started Champion because I was like, dang, I can't go work for a hospital right now and wear like a lab coat and stuff. Like, yeah. Right. So that, that was kind of like, like, like how we kind of think about it. So, uh, but anyway, great question. Um, I wanted to spend a little extra time. I'm glad we, we went a little longer on this one because I think it's an important topic. A lot of people want to start their own brand. Now, again, this is almost like a little mini course on the right way and the wrong way to do it, um, you know, uh, for so many reasons. So uh, great question, Brian. Thanks so much. And again, if you have a question like that, head to the, the, the website, mikebrown.com, click on that podcast link and you can fill out the form and uh, keep them coming. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode and continue doing this as long as we're getting good questions like this. So thank you very much.
Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeRinald.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.